0: Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club episode. Why did I say that weird episode thirty-four? My name is Mark Champlin, and sometimes you got to switch it up. Uh, today I'm joined by Alex Wallace.
1: What's up, girls and gays? I almost
0: fucking died today. I I I, I replied to um because because one of your one of your friends and coworkers said. Uh, almost died with Alex today and I was like almost dying with Alex is a rite of passage honestly I think we've all kind of done it
1: yeah so 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 today uh I went on an in um, in in impromptu unofficial work trip to go uh tubing in the Colorado mountains in a river and uh the whole time we were up there we were walking along with our tubes and we would pass people occasionally and they would say hey guys y- y- y'all y'all really going in the water today it's <laughs> water level's pretty rough out there today it's it's pretty high y'all, y'all y'all should be careful out there and we're like yeah yeah you know we're gonna do it we came all the way out here got in the water was in there for about five minutes almost fucking drowned uh <laughs> being from california um both alex and i
0: are are used to you know kind of laughing in the face of the elements <laughs> and it's like like the worst we ever get is like Oh, there's there's an accident on on the five freeway because there's rain. Ha <laughs> ha! Everyone's so bad at driving in the rain. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna go drive in the rain now, and I'm sure I'll be fine. That's that's the most dangerous. Uh, that's the most dangerous weather we ever have to deal with, or dangerous yeah, natural or, occurrence. And then
1: every twenty years, there's an earthquake that like kills hundreds of people. But. <laughs> so you
0: know what we've been pretty chill in the earthquakes lately yeah yeah
1: I, I I moved out to Colorado to avoid the big one and anyway so yeah I almost fucking drowned uh got out of the water uh got some burgers uh came back to my apartment and got to watch doA colon dead or alive possibly one of the most relentlessly fucking stupid movies I have ever seen in my life <laughs> tell me about dead or alive mark um relentlessly
0: stupid and yet <laughs> somehow somehow
1: top 10 for me we'll get into god it. um i might call it that that's shocking to me to be clear i think like mark and i are have, have some disagreements on this episode <laughs> well, this is going to be well, one of those
0: yeah for sure <laughs> we'll, we'll get it this is an exciting one i'm excited to get into it um yeah. uh based on the uh supremely horny fighting game <laughs> series of yep. the same name um this one is directed by Cory Yun and written by J. F. Lawton and Adam and Seth Gross. Um, definitely not a woman um, on the writing staff. Hell, uh, no. The, I I can. This movie would have been a little, a, a slightly different. Maybe <laughs> you, If there was a woman involved. Um, it, it really is an ensemble cast of you know, most mostly white people uh, <laughs> fighting in the the the, the China Sea. Um, <laughs> And, you know, fighting, you know, ho- hordes of Asian people as yeah. as white people, sometimes in American flag bikinis. Yeah,
1: yeah. Rah, so rah, rah,
0: rah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so before I get into the plot here, which uh, I think is it, going to be pretty easy to skirt through, I, I do want to, like, a little bit of setup here. So um, I haven't really played any Dead or Alive games. Uh, I don't think you've really played any Dead or Alive games, as far as I know. As, as a kid, I
0: played one of them. I remember... <clears throat> my, my favorite fighter was like, I'm pretty sure it was like a panda bear. <laughs> pretty that- sure you can just fight as like a bear.
1: <laughs> I think that's Tekken.
0: Unless I'm think thinking Tekken? of
1: Tekken. So I don't think you should play dead or alive, actually. Cut,
0: cut this shit out. I'm a fake gamer boy.
1: <laughs> Everyone's going to know what a fake gamer you are, Bart. No, cut it. Cut it. I can't,
0: I can't take the scorn.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, um, but the thing that I. I-
0: I played the volleyball game.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that we established in the previous episode, is that Mark only played Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Right, right, so uh, I'm not super familiar with a lot of the characters or a lot of the story in Dead or Alive, but I am sort of familiar with the cultural ethos that surrounds it. You know, Dead or Alive is sort of a, like, the iconic go-to punchline for horny fighting games, you know? It it is sort of like Mm -hmm. the it's the go-to example for the type of game where most of the characters are scantily clad young women who have their tits bouncing out. This is the game that gave us fucking like jiggle physics in the mainstream, right? This is the game that gave us fucking realistic bouncing tits, you know, to 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 titillate a teenage male audience. Um and this is these kinds of things are tricky to talk about because You don't want to be the type of person that is outwardly shaming sexuality, right? You don't want to be the type of person that's saying, no, you can't have your booby game because I'm offended by this or, you know, whatever. But, uh, I think we are right to take a critical stance towards things like this because, uh, it is frequently almost entirely, uh, you know, male, uh, directors, game designers, uh, film directors, uh, putting women into compromising positions, showing women as sex objects, or showing women as, women get to be one of two things in these types of ordeals, right? They they get to be sex objects, damsels in distress that need to be saved, and then, you know, that reward the hero with sex at the end, or they get to be this sort of ridiculous power fantasy, right? They They get to be this sort of, like, uh you know flawless superheroine character that like can kick a man's ass, but also she's got a she's got giant tits, and you know like those those are the only two real roles offered for women and so like the getting out in front of the large amounts of time that i'm gonna spend talking about how much I dislike the sexual objectification of the women in this movie um I do want to be clear that the reason that i that this is a problem is because this is when. This is the only option that you're shown. When this is the only thing that a woman could be is a extremely skinny uh large-breasted woman who uh kicks people in the face. Uh it, that's a representational issue, right? That is a limiting perspective on what womanhood can be. And I know we're talking about fucking dead or alive. And where I know we're talking about a stupid movie, but this is the podcast that you've chosen to listen to. And so this is the perspective <laughs> that we're going to take here. Um,
0: yeah. I was just today talking to a friend about the importance of um, being critical with the media you consume, even when that media is like quote unquote dumb, yeah. because like it, it, this, this media still exists and is still like, being broadcast to people in the same way that smart media is. And just cause it doesn't like presume to be taking a seat at the table, like another movie would be, um, it, it doesn't, um, it doesn't mean that, that it's exempt from criticism. Cause like nothing is exempt from criticism and the idea that dumb things are exempt from criticism or like, it's not, it's not for you is like makes it exempt from criticism. Uh, that's just another way of like drawing arbitrary lines between like an us and them mentality. I've talked about, yes, I've talked about the us and them mentality of gamers before. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll get into that today, but that's, that is kind of the thing is, you know, gamers, gamers want to protect their, like, their like horny game that's made just to be horny. Um, and I understand that, but it's, it's not just that like, like, the, this <laughs> the, the 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 men are not portrayed the men are portrayed as strong in this movie the women are portrayed as sexy yeah. like you you get you get a training montage of presumably everyone like training to get stronger to fight and in this scene it's you know it's uh one of the men training with nunchaku and then straight a, an immediate cut to a woman uh, rollerblading in a bikini, and you only see her ass <laughs> yeah. and the rollerblades.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we talked about in the um in the Lara Croft Tomb Raider the legend uh the Cradle of Life uh episode. God, what a. Terrible title for a film. Um, Yes. We we talked about how it's surprising that that film doesn't employ the male gaze very much. Basically the idea of when when the camera uh, starts the shot on the woman's ass or legs and slowly pans up so that we get to see her as an actual human being eventually and maybe get to see her face. Uh, This movie is just fully fucking committed to that shit. It is just here for just always shooting women in the most uh sexually objectified position it is always focusing ass and tits first personality and facial expression second um and Mm -hmm. and And i
0: I never stopped seeing it like no i this is just the the critical the the not to sound like 2020 or whatever but just like you you and i we watch movies like this we just this is how we do it now and like we can't go back to the world of before we 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 recognize that this is non-fucking-stop
1: yeah and and yeah and and i think it's really important to say like why not critically address something like that or alive? exactly you know a lot of impressionable young people watch movies like this why should we not you know Take into consideration what that might mean for our culture, what that might say about you know the type of people that we're raising, you know. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just blaze through the plot here real quick because it's gonna be easy because if you've seen Mortal Kombat or played Mortal Kombat or heard of Mortal Kombat, you already know the plot to Dead or Alive. Cause it's exactly the same. There's a big stupid fighting tournament with a bunch of oily idiots, and they're on a big stupid <laughs> island. And you get invited to it by being, by just being the best, by just being the, just being the fucking best at whatever the fuck it is that you do. Uh, and then surprise, the guy that's hosting the tournament is rich and also bad, and he's gonna do a baddie thing with the people at the tournament for, it doesn't matter. There's a thing with a long lost brother, just like in Mortal Kombat and it's boring and it doesn't matter at all. Just like in <laughs> Mortal Kombat, the The specific details of the plot are not important. You don't need to know about them because the film doesn't care about them very much. Uh, it's, it's really mostly about watching mediocre fight scenes and seeing sexy ladies for about for a mercifully short 85 minutes. I gotta say they really they were really nice to us with this one. They didn't let it get <laughs> didn't let it get it too out of control.
0: Sometimes one of these movies does feel long. I think this one actually managed to be paced well enough that it didn't it didn't feel super long. It was a merciful. It was a merciful 85 minutes, you're right.
1: Yeah, and I, I I, do genuinely think that the best thing that you can say about this movie is that it knows what it's making. Um,
0: yeah, that's and that's... I, I would argue the, the reason that I that I consider it to be somehow one of the better movies that we've watched, d- despite, you know, all the I, things I I we're I
1: strongly saying. disagree with that, for the record, but
0: go ahead. Uh, yeah, d- d- despite all the things we're saying, one of the reasons I think it's one of the, you know, least god-awful ones of these is it does it does know what it's doing and while i don't think that what it's doing is like admirable at all it's i i feel like the execution is um it's it's pretty fun in a lot of parts and also it's not also the 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 booby ladies do have some
1: form of characterization which kind of
0: i i expected worse
1: yeah um i i i I I do think that this is there were parts for, of this where I was like yeah okay this is like an enjoyably bad movie you know they okay like a movie like Rampage uh which you know it it is a better movie than this movie uh but is taking itself so seriously and is about as stupid as this movie is uh Leaves you feeling, uh, you know, like you're either wanting more or wanting less, right? You want a movie mm-hmm. that is either fully committed to being dumb as shit, or a movie that is good enough to be as self-serious as Rampage is. Dead or Alive has no, absolutely no fucking pretensions to being a good movie. That you know, it is, it is pure fucking, you know, cheese and crackers from start to finish. They did not even they. They don't try to make a, you feel an emotion once throughout the entire film, and I appreciated. That.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I had more fun watching this than watching uh, Rampage. Yeah. Uh, but you know, fun does not a good movie make. And yeah, and what we, well, I think we'll. I think, I think we'll start with just the fact that this really is, um, I guess the funness comes from how video game the, the movie is. <laughs> it really I, is. I just, I just wrote this in cause this was my, early on it made a very strong impression with me. The character intros. <laughs> oh, they're so, so, the, so good. They're, they're, they're actually so fucking good. Um, there, there's just, there's the three main girls. I don't remember any of their names. I'm not going to pretend to know their <laughs> names, um. But the three main female characters, uh, the ones that really do get to have distinct personalities, because the fourth one really, really doesn't. I, <laughs> I hated that character so much.
1: See, the thing um, is, is, I don't even know which one you're talking about, right?
0: Okay, now. so yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, the the, the the three ones who don't live on the island, we'll sure. Say who came to the tournament. Yeah. they each get a extremely fighting gamey, video gamey <laughs> intro segment where they get to like. where they get their invitation for the tournament they they get to showcase their strength and like escape from a situation beat up some bad guys and it looks like someone watching from afar somehow like was watching and was like you've passed the test and like throws a shuriken that says doa on it in the two in the 2000s fonts um and and they like pick it up and they're like fuck yeah, I'm invited. Like, they knew exactly what that meant.
1: Yeah, I think one of my one of my favorite things, like, one of the really dumb video gamey things in the... Okay, there's two. One is the fact that whenever the bad guys are watching any of the heroes fight on a TV screen, there are straight-up fucking health bars.
0: <laughs> I called that there would be health bars. I, watched, I saw this movie, and I was like, there's gonna be fucking health bars.
1: <laughs> and then also, there's moments where, like, we're like, instead of just, like, you know, crossfading to another scene, cut to black, fade up on a new scene, <laughs> they, it, like... Puts the like the frame in a little box, zooms it out, and then like the DOA logo appears around it. Like does like a little shiny thing, and then it and then it flips back over, and you go into a new set. It, it the the cheese is good. The cheese is good in this one, and I really, it it I was kind of it it I wanted to like this more. I think I wanted Mm -hmm. I wanted to have more fun with it because it is really just like a just relentlessly dumb as hell movie and i like dumb as hell movies um but just it it got really fucking grating for me after a while there were certain things about it that just i i couldn't deal with watching um i think one of the big things is just how fucking racist this movie is (laughs) like you know i uh, (laughs) we usually don't like outright just come out swinging with something like that but like Man, it's real bad. It's real bad in this movie.
0: Yeah, like I mean, we we already we already mentioned the fact that it's a, a it's a curly haired Southern blonde lady and her buff dad, and you know they're they're like I guess the front runners for the com for the competition, and their whole intro scene is her you know beating the shit out of some Chinese pirates who are yeah. the first who are
1: in like a tiny boat and are trying to take her yacht. So, you know the really class conscious film here <laughs> yeah i mean if you're if you're an Asian person in in this movie, you get to be a ninja, which is what most of the Asian characters are, or you get to be a s- pirate in a tiny boat that tries to attack a white woman and gets the shit kicked out of you um and if you're a black person, you only get to be one character, and that character's name is Zachariah, who is just absolutely fucking dripping in stereotype. Uh, you know, there's like the scene where all of the all of the people who are participating in the tournament are getting scanned by this like body scanner thing, and he's like, "Oh man, this is like being in a disco," and then he does a little dance, <laughs> uh, and then I forgot about that. God, and- you know,
0: you know, there's I, there's a lot of stuff with him. Just the, the entire his entire thing in the movie his, is his entire is a racist thing. stereotype. Yeah, his
1: his entire. Reason for being in the film. The thing that he does is prey on a white woman. Like, that's his role in the film, is to, like, be a sexual predator. Like, the the first, like, scene where we really see him interacting with another character is him in a hot tub, uncomfortably coming on to a white girl. Um, and then repeatedly uncomfortably coming on to a white girl throughout the film until she gets to beat the shit out of him. And it's like, boy. <laughs> I oh, mm. You know, again, I, I say this a lot, but I think, I think very highly of our viewers, or our listeners, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I generally assume I don't have to explain things like this. But to be fucking clear, uh, there is a long, long, long history of fear-mongering from racist white people about how black people are going to rape our women. Uh, and mm-hmm. seeing that blatantly portrayed in this film was pretty fucking disgusting and uncomfortable for me, I gotta say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just the the, the hypersexualization of uh, black people and of black bodies is, you know, and I. Yes, we're talking about a dead or alive movie. We went over this. It's yeah. a dumb movie. It's okay. We've but, already
1: we've already said that up front. We get to be pretentious from here on out. It's fine. Okay, you're
0: you're right. There's a blanket. <laughs> there's a blanket.
1: Uh, um Caveat.
0: You're listening to fucking
1: Carpenters Cinema Club. You know what you yeah. came here for.
0: <laughs> but yes, so just, it's just funny to be saying <laughs> yeah. black bodies on <laughs> talking about this movie. It's, it, this, it really is that dumb. This movie is that dumb. Uh, yeah. but yeah, this is it the, the history you know speaks for itself. and um, I did think it was it was funny um, how how this movie was willing to go so far with that stereotype. And then when she like beats him in the fight in the tournament, he like shakes her hand and says, "Hey, I'm sorry for messing with you so much. Uh, my money's on you to win this thing." And she says, "Thanks, I appreciate that." And I'm like
1: what, and that's the, like, "What the what the fuck was that?" That's like his last appearance in the movie too. Yeah, he
0: he, he says uh, he basically says, "I'm sorry for this movie writing me to be a sexual uh, harasser. I didn't I didn't did mean it. Now that you're a strong now you're a strong fighter." I, I respect you now. <laughs> it's like, this is, maybe if this character was not as reprehensible, this could have been, like, an okay, like, kind of moment, and then, you know, it almost gets there, but just the fact that this was the character that got to have his, like, change of heart, and for that reason, the fact that she proved her ability to beat the shit out of him yeah. was the only way that, that
1: he would respect her,
0: that it was a that was a frustrating it's character.
1: Bad. It's bad. Um and 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 like just generally the fact that like this this movie stars uh basically there there's basically four main characters. There isn't really a protagonist um because that's cuz you know, it's because it's a video game movie, and that shit just fucking happens. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's just three identical blonde white girls that are almost impossible to tell apart from each other, <laughs> except for the fact that they have different accents. And then the Asian girl who obviously only gets to be a ninja. Uh, and yeah, watching a bunch of blonde white girls uh, beat up tons of Asian people, and and just it, it's it's real rough. And you know what else is rough? The gay jokes. Boy yeah, howdy. We- it was um, boy, it's bad.
0: <laughs> I, I, I wondered if they were gonna do any queer baiting, um, and I, I wouldn't even go so far as to call it queer baiting because it doesn't even, it doesn't even give us that much room. I, it kind of is.
1: It, it, it kind of is. Sorta. Let's set it up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Let's set it well, up. Okay.
0: I'll call it queer baiting.
1: Yeah. So there's a there's a it's basically two scenes that we're talking about here. Um, there's a scene where so there's like the the southern pro wrestler chick. She's one of the indistinguishable blonde white girls, um, and she's in bed with one of the other indistinguishable blonde white girls. But they're just sleeping in a bed together. It's not you know no homo or any yeah, shit like cause, that. Because
0: because there's a fight going on in her room. <laughs> yeah. Because we should mention real quick, real quick plot thing is that, and I did like this. um, The fights can happen anytime, (laughs) anywhere. And they are, uh, they're alerted to their matchups by their little like eye watches that they (laughs) have on their wrists and it says like you have to fight blank person and this invariably ends up with one person like breaking through a door or something <laughs> and saying you and me we're fucking fighting yeah. and so the girl gets all the furniture in her room fucking demolished by giant muscle man and so she's like i'm gonna sleep in your bed whatever
1: yeah and then and, uh, yeah <laughs> her 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 dad who is he's just hulk hogan he's just hulk hogan but i didn't even i mean he's yep. not he's not played by hulk hogan but he's he's just fucking hulk hogan um he comes in and he's just like but just makes a bunch of gay jokes at them, basically. Um, and it's interesting to me because ninety nine point nine percent of the time, the "haha, they're gay, so it's funny" uh, punchline is generally directed at two men. Um, when straight people are writing two women in a bed together uh, and and writing jokes about it, the joke is that it's hot that there's two women making out. And look. Two women making out is hot, but it's not for men's consumption, okay? <laughs> um, it's for us, first of all.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's not your fucking problem. You move along. Yeah, move along. you move, move
1: along. And then, like, yeah, and then he, like, there's another scene where he sees her with another girl, and he's like, oh, does Christy know about this? Does he? And, like, it's, you know, like, it's just this dad, like, relentlessly queer-shaming his own daughter, um, who is desperately trying to convince him that she's not gay and like it's just you know it's just homosexuality is a punchline you know there's nothing there it's nothing more nothing less like just it's it it is just haha the concept of two people of the same gender being in a romantic relationship together is funny that's it yeah that's that's the it, joke <laughs> it, it
0: is and um now I think a lot of this movie, a lot of my discussion of this movie comes down to the fact that, and I was saying this um, from the beginning uh, in the Discord, I have a really limited perspective as, you know, as, you know, a, a cis man who was, you know, presumed to be also het for, you know, a good for, long for while. For a while. Um, Cleared that shit up, but, you know, <laughs> for a yeah, while. We, <laughs> don't, 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 don't worry, folks. <laughs> um, and my perspective is really limited when I see this stuff because, like, I have the the privilege of being able to say, hey, yeah, this is bad. I'm going to look past it and try to enjoy it anyway because I don't have to, like, fucking live through this. Like, I don't get I don't have to live through, like, lesbian queer baiting and, like, be, my having my, like, you know, lesbian sexuality commodified the way that, like, because, like, if I'm with a dude, that's it's much less, you know, commodifiable mm-hmm. than, like, two women being together. So, keeping that in mind, I will say, I, <laughs> I didn't think m- my read of the scene was that the dad was like shocked at first, but then seemed like kind of like well, okay, I guess that's who she is. Yeah. And maybe I just maybe I just misunderstood <laughs> his tone. And this is not to say that like so. There's two things here, and and this is the whole this is the whole thing with this movie. There's the way the characters act, and the fact that this is a movie and doesn't exist in a vacuum and is written by people. Right. Because in the movie, the dude, you know, he, he's like generally like, uh, Oh, okay. Well that's her with another woman. Oh, well, well she was with that other woman. Is, is she okay with that? Like genuinely kind of like asking like, okay, so I know you're gay, but like, (laughs) are are you like also with both of these women? Like, I don't get it. I accepted that you were gay already. And, there's that and and again my privileged perspective i can say haha like like i get it and it's kind of funny that he's like confused but accepting but make no mistake that the movie itself was written by people who thought it'd be funny that he thought they were gay like yeah. this is not to say that the movie doesn't think that gay is a punchline cuz the movie does think that i would i would argue that it's not <laughs> it's, it's I, I thought it wasn't that bad for a 2006 video game movie. Could be worse. Um,
1: could have been a lot worse. Could,
0: yeah. So again, keep that in mind when I say this. And I think that, you know, the perspective of an actual lesbian that I'm talking <laughs> to much more valid than mine. But, you know, yeah. it is my podcast, so I'll say my <laughs> bullshit.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's just one of those things where, like, you know, I I I refuse to... I I refuse to to give them uh. Give them any rope here, right? I I refuse to yeah, to to that's allow. That's totally fair. Yeah, like I refuse to allow for this idea where like. <laughs> where like the people that were writing the fucking the three people it required to write the fucking dead or alive movie awful (laughs) script i gotta say by the way awful fucking script three people wrote this awful fucking script
0: not a lot of zingers in here not a lot of memorable lines
1: there's 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 one funny joke there's two funny jokes in this entire movie like usually i would say like most of the movies that we watch for this podcast like even if i think it's a bad movie there's moments where i'm like that was a good zinger whoever punched up the script there good joke like good one-liner good right. job yep barely at all in this one it really it's the dialogue is fucking terrible it, it one it's, of the
0: women in this movie says uh i know something better you could do with your mouth right now it <laughs> that, is, that happens it's
1: the most it's the most first pass script i think i've ever seen in a film it's it's yeah. truly remarkable um so I think you know I think we've really kind of kind of covered most of the things we want to talk about here. I want to I want to wrap up on the uh just the fucking awful uh romance stuff in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um cuz cause, cause there's, cause there's two of them and both of them suck and I'm going to explain why both of them suck very quickly. So the fir-
0: I I agree 100% by the way. Yeah. So um yeah, please please let's let's not I will not give them any rope on yeah. this. So so so
1: so there's two there's there's two het romances in this i'm using romances and big giant sarcastic quotation marks fucking broadcasted into the sky so you know that i don't really take this shit seriously but (laughs) so basically like there's like one of the blonde women is british and there's a dude there that's with her at the tournament um and he's her love interest i guess but we don't know who the fuck he is we never we don't he's just there and they and they're shown like having sex with each other and they're shown making out at the end, and he's shown just kind of generally being like a greedy asshole who, like, wanted to save a bag of money instead of a group of people at the end of the movie as the temple is exploding. Uh, and that sucks uh, and gets absolutely no development whatsoever. But, y'all, we need to talk about my boy Weatherby, the worst fucking character I've ever seen in my fucking life.
0: <laughs> this is this is probably my favorite one of these characters from these movies, because usually usually the 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 glasses and polo shirt uh, greasy science nerd um who almost invariably gets the girl and of course gets the girl this time usually they at least like you know posture to give him a personality this this one they don't even they don't
1: even try the first the first, mm, the first <laughs> time that we see this character he is sitting at a desk in front of a computer monitor watch and his name is fucking Weatherby and he's standing in front of this he's sitting in front of this computer monitor watching this 21-year-old girl that he has a crush on uh as she is like being undressed for the uh for the body scan bullshit they have to do for the fighting tournament and so our first impression of this character is he is a creep who is like creeping on the object of his desire, whom he thinks of seemingly as an object. He then proceeds to try to talk to her throughout the film and just fucking trip over his dick every single fucking time. Uh like just just absolutely no charm in this performance. No charm in the dialogue they gave this character. It's he <laughs> he is not performing as oh he's awkward, but you know, he's a nerd and he's kinda cute and you know it's charming no, that it's charming. This is not he's Michael awkward. Sarah. This is this is this is <laughs> Creepy incel boy talks to you at the party, tries to tell you how much DMT he does, then asks you about your sexual orientation. All right? This is this is that motherfucker. Uh, and because he saves the a- the day in the end with his elite hacking skill... Gotta say, real quick, I know we usually don't do fucking cinnamon Cine- 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 style <laughs> fucking plot hole bullshit in this fucking podcast, but... It must needs be remarked need, that... Need, need to say that there is a part of this movie where in order to <laughs> Weatherby is like oh shit the bad guy's getting down to some real bad shit I gotta do something about this and so he has to l- l- alert the authorities and the way that he alerts the authorities <laughs> is by going to CIA.gov I was like wait is this movie
0: like a, was this like a government like <laughs> sponsored movie all along because he just goes to like the actual website <laughs> And then and it says then, CIA.gov.
1: Yeah, and then like and then, like the bad guy gets a thing on his screen that says like CIA alert. And like,
0: like d- d- the bad guy had a Google <laughs> alert for if 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 both his name and the CIA were mentioned by oh. anyone searching, he would get that little
1: alert. Yeah it's It's a fucking movie it's great and 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 yeah, and then to wrap up the film, obviously uh this piece of shit kid who has no redeeming qualities, does nothing but objectify this woman throughout the film, gets to make out with her in the end. They have basically no scenes of actual chemistry or dialogue with one another, and then it just happens and and, and I know that we talk about this on almost every single fucking episode of this show. I know that we talk about the trope where the character who, the male character who has done absolutely nothing to win the affection of the female character just gets to make out with her at the end because he did a good heroic thing. I know that that's all we fucking talk about. This one is even worse because I think that it, (laughs) like we said, lots of impressionable young boys watching movies like this, playing games like this, consuming this kind of media, and seeing that... They can continue acting the way that they do. They can continue treating women the way that they do. It doesn't matter. As long as they save the the day in the end, they they get to get made out with.
0: Yeah, this is Weatherby is such a loathsome piece of shit. Yes. Um, this whole movie. And the thing about it is like I I know that like 17-year-old these 14-year-old to 17-year-old boys are not not stupid enough to consciously, you know, i they don't know that they're being sold like a dream, but at a subconscious level they are. Yeah. You know, and they, you know, men and boys get mad when things don't go the way that they're sold economically, romantically. The the history of the world is men being disappointed with, you know, what they were promised as kids and not getting as an adult when the realities of life, capitalism, the fact that they're a gamer, so they're unlikable. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Um, like, not to be dramatic, but this is where the fucking alt-right comes from. This is, I'm not
0: saying that, like, movies like this directly cause, like, (laughs) Elliot Rodgers to go shoot up a school, but, like, it's not unrelated.
1: Yeah, it it is, it is, it is, this, this, this film is the product of a culture that created someone like Elliot Rogers. Yes. What are we watching next week, Martin? I can't believe we've been talking about fucking God. I thought like this is gonna be an easy one. Dead or alive, it's eighty-five minutes. Yeah. It's a stupid movie. We'll be fine. Fucking thirty how about thirty-five minutes to talk about fucking dead or alive.
0: Um, do you think Hitman colon agent forty seven? <laughs> In parentheses 2015, not a sequel, soft reboot, we're oh, calling it. Boy. Do you think that one's going to be a short or a long episode? I'm going to call it, I think it's going to be short because we're going to be so fucking pissed that the details won't matter. I, and we're going to talk about the themes.
1: I strongly. <laughs> I would strongly, strongly recommend people scroll all the way down to the beginning of this podcast feed and listen to the Hitman 2007 episode. I would call that
0: one of our stronger early episodes.
1: I also think that that is still probably the most despicable film we've watched on this podcast. Uh, except yes. for like maybe Blood Rain. There's Some of the Uwe Boll movies are gross. Uh, but Hitman just has such astonishingly disgusting gender politics. It really is just about like and a, like a man just like abusing the shit out of a woman mm-hmm. and, and being rewarded for it. And it, it, it's, it's, it's utterly most, despicable.
0: Ca- it's the most capital P problematic film yeah. that we have watched for this podcast while also, you know, coming close to being the most, you know, visually and cinematically interesting. It's a so technically that was, proficient film for sure. It it was extremely disappointing to, uh, Back then yeah. to, to see this movie and be inner thoroughly entertained in the early, you know, moments and then find and then slowly realizing how despicable and like gross and like d- disquieting it was to watch this. Um, I have a feeling because um, apparently this is written. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the writers is the writer of the original film. Um, yeah, let's let's see. Let's see what Skip Woods has to say about <laughs> women uh, this time if he's smart he um if he was smart he wouldn't even try and he wouldn't have a woman be the second main character he would just you know fucking
1: um, just let the sh- hitman kill people s- yeah stick so, to what he knows so yeah so this is a this is a follow-up like not a follow-up right this is a film put out eight years after the original it's a reboot or whatever um and but has one of the same writers and so i'm i'm very interested to see how this one plays out and it's a pretty recent film too it's 2015 so it's gonna be a fun one where can people how bad be- can it be <laughs> where can people find the podcast on the internet mark Follow
0: us at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. There were uh, much fewer uh, Sonic screenshots uh, this week. I'm sorry. You know, I, was off my, I was off my game. Um, but don't worry. We'll be getting back to that soon. Join the Discord. Um, it's linked on the pinned post of the twitter and it's a real good time yeah listen to us on itunes spotify soundcloud i was looking at the soundcloud uh, metrics and they're interesting and a lot of people still listen on soundcloud so Hell yeah oh, oh geez you know who you are shout out. um rate us um even if you hate us no, <laughs> you, if, if you hate us just just, just why, walk away why did you listen this far into the podcast? <laughs> Yeah, this is not a discussion. You're here to to adorn us with praise. Uh, The music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. And, you know, for me, it was Tuesday.
1: we haven't done one that long in a while it was, it was
0: a longie. i wasn't yeah. prepared for a longie.
1: i but, wasn't either i didn't think it was gonna be that t- long
0: pleasantly surprised that it wasn't a 28 minute or
1: yeah oh boy